0: At Fletcher's 100th birthday celebration in 2011, Doris Takata, who was just 12 when her family was sent off to a camp in Arkansas, recalled how they had viewed him as a hero. Quote, My mother called him God because only God would do something like that, she said. This is the FarmHOP Life Podcast, a traveling homestead family. I'm Matt DeRosier. On the Farm Life Podcast, we learn what it takes to grow your own food from everyday people. Could be a college student, Grows tomatoes and salad greens on their apartment patio, a former VP of marketing for Del Taco now raising cattle in Montana, or someone who hasn't had a homestead in over 10 years. This show is aimed at teaching you what it takes to make homesteading work for you, that we all make mistakes, we all have bad days, but we can reach out and help one another thrive and giving you the confidence needed to go feed yourself. Welcome to the show. I'm trying something new today. I saw a post on Twitter about Robert Emmett Fletcher Jr. Who is he? Well, I'm going to tell you in a new series called Famous Farmers. Should only take a couple minutes. Let's go. Robert Emmett Fletcher Jr., the only child of walnut farmers, born July 26, 1911 in San Francisco and grew up in Brentwood, graduating from high school in 1929. He then attended UC Davis beginning in 1930, where he earned a degree in agriculture. After college, Fletcher ran a peach orchard in Red Bluff, California, while holding the title State Shipping Point Inspector, or Agriculture Inspector. Starting in 1942, Fletcher began working for the Florin Fire Department. Also in 1942, Executive Order 9066 by FDR, the forced relocation of 122,000 Japanese Americans, most of them citizens, to internment camps, where they were held without charges of a misguided suspicion that they might be disloyal. In addition to losing their liberty, the Japanese-American prisoners often lost the homes and businesses that they had to leave behind, in particular Japanese-American farmers who had to leave their crops. Near Sacramento, many of the Japanese who were relocated were farmers who had worked land around the town of Florin since at least the 1890s, Mr. Fletcher, who was single and in his early thirties at the time, knew many of them through his work inspecting fruit for the government. The farmers regarded him as honest, and he respected their operations. Al Sukumoto, whose parents arrived in the United States in 1905, approached Mr. Fletcher with a business proposal. Would he be willing to manage the farms of two family friends of Mr. Sukamoto and pay the taxes and mortgages while they were away? In return, he could keep all the profits." Mr. Fletcher and Tsukamoto had not been close, and Mr. Fletcher had no experience growing the farmer's specialty, flame Tokay grapes, but he accepted the offer and soon quit his job. For the next three years, he worked a total of 90 acres on three farms. He had also decided to run Mr. Sukamoto's farm. He had worked 18-hour days and lived in the bunkhouse Mr. Tsukamoto had reserved for migrant workers. He paid the bills of all three families, the Sukamotos, the Okamotos, and the Nitas. He kept only half of the profits. But Mr. Flesher's effort put him at personal risk in a community where many viewed the Japanese-Americans with suspicion and resentment in the wake of Japan's surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. He was reviled as a Jap lover and was nearly hit by a rifle shot that someone had fired into the Sukamoto family's barn. Japanese-American families lost property while they were in these camps because they could not pay their bills. Most in the Florin area moved elsewhere after the war. When the Sukamotos returned in 1945, they had found that Mr. Fletcher had left them money in the bank and that his new wife, Teresa, had cleaned the Sukamoto's house in preparation for the return. She had chosen to join her husband in the bunkhouse instead of accepting the Sukamoto's offer to live in the family's house. Quote, Teresa's response was, It's the Sukamoto's house, recalled Marielle Sukamoto, who was five when she and her family were sent to the Jerome Center. Marielle continues, quote, Few people in history exemplify the best details that the way Bob did, she continued. He was honest and hardworking and had integrity. Whenever you asked him about it, he just said it was the right thing to do. Quote, I did know a few of them pretty well and never did agree with the evacuation, Mr. Fletcher told the Sacramento Bee in 2010. They were the same as anybody else. It was obvious they had nothing to do with Pearl Harbor. After the war, resentment against the Japanese in Florin continued. If Mr. Sukamoto tried to buy a part at the hardware store only to be told that the part was not in stock, he would ask Mr. Fletcher to buy it for him. The Fletchers bought their own land in Florin after the war and raised hay and cattle. Mr. Fletcher was a volunteer firefighter in Florin for many decades before becoming the paid fire chief. He was also active in historical groups. He was never much for celebrating his role in the war, and he noted that other Florin residents had helped their Japanese neighbors. Quote, I don't know much about courage, he said in 2010 as Florin was preparing to honor him in a ceremony. It took a devil of a lot of work. At Fletcher's 100th birthday celebration in 2011, Doris Takata who was just 12 when her family was sent off to a camp in Arkansas, recalled how they had viewed him as a hero. Quote, My mother called him God because only God would do something like that, she said. Quote, He never stopped working hard, but not for himself, said Rick Martinez, a former Florin and Sacramento Metropolitan Fire District Chief. He worked hard to get done whatever needed to be done for others. His inspirational story is recounted in history books, including We the People, a story of Interment in America by Elizabeth Pinkerton and Mary Sukamoto, whose family farm he saved. Mr. Fletcher, who was in good health until a recent leg infection, was a reserved man of simple tastes. He drank more than a quart of milk a day and enjoyed spending time with his wife or working. Robert died May 23, 2013. Cause undisclosed. And that is the story of Robert Emmett Fletcher Jr., the first in our Famous Farmer series. I hope you enjoyed hearing this. Let me know what you think. Email me, matt at farmhoplife.com. And also tell me who else you'd like to hear about. I'm thinking I'll do Toby Hemingway next time. Thank you. I am Matt DeRozier of Farm Hop Life. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and visit FarmhopLife.com.
1: Inside of the city, the people are crazy. Out of their minds they ain't got a clue. We gone away, headed west for Montana, left family and friends. They both got new jobs, a host and a homestead, thinking this was the life, all that there'd be. After our first you had to stay home. That's when the work got in the way for me. Well, I stopped. Drunk in an RV Send us a message and